1: 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad and I'm here To
0: remind you of the mess you this is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader 630
1: Chad Oh there's the big hit off jagged little pill that's Alanis Morissette of course who will be playing Roger's Place in Edmonton tomorrow I will not be attending this concert I will be bringing this precious program to you Uh, the next concert I will be attending assuming nothing changes is uh, Sunday September 4th when I see Def Leppard perform just blocks from my house at Commonwealth Stadium now This, I I assume it's going to be sold out or near sold. I haven't checked the ticket sales. Atlantis is huge. The album was huge. There's clearly nostalgia for uh, people who would have connected with that album in the 90s and continued to follow her uh, over the years. She is performing that entire album, not in order, and she's also performing other songs. Uh, But I do know somebody who's going to be going to this concert and he's my good buddy. He's uh, doing Oilers now this week because Bob Stauffer's on holidays. He does play-by-play for our Oilers games here on 630 Chet. It's my good buddy Cam Moon checking in. Mooner, you're going to Atlantis. Can you please describe the circumstances? Well, uh, well, the, the plan
0: was my daughter was going to go, but uh, the person she was going with can't make it, so so I'm in. I got, I'm, a, I'm a pinch hitter, but that's good, and it's fine. So I'm looking forward to it. I mean, that was such a huge album. I want to say it was 1995 when Jagged Little Pill came out. Like that was, that was uh, I like on Canadian rock radio, uh, you didn't have to wait too long until you heard a song from that album. And, and certainly the one you just played was the biggest of the bunch. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we're, I, I think the first time I took my daughter to a, a concert, she would have been about grade seven grade eight and we've gone to a lot of concerts over the years so i think it's going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to it
1: uh jagged little pill released june 13th 1995 and uh yes also featuring uh hit singles such as uh hand in my pocket ironic uh, head over feet you learn like you said massive album so you're wow. a good dad pinch hitting uh, for for your daughter um yeah. or pinch hitting for so i guess for your daughter's friend who can't go so yeah. you, you started you you obviously when your daughter was younger you would you would chaperone her to the concerts. was she one of yeah. those kids uh embarrassed to have her dad was there was there a point where she said look i'm old enough to go on my own how did that get handled
0: no actually and that's that's the part that uh if she was embarrassed she never said it and and I never got put out to pasture. So, and maybe that day's coming, but it hasn't yet. So, I think the first one we went to, I want to say it was uh, Black Eyed Peas at, uh, at Rexall. And I took her to Black Eyed Peas. We went two different times. Uh, at, yeah, the first time Rihanna opened. And then we actually went to a Rihanna show when she was headlining. Uh, we went to Avril Levine. And then I got her tickets for Avril Levine. Uh, that was in the spring, or I guess it was in May, so that she could go again and see you know see Avril now that my my daughter's an adult. so uh, and she went to that show and said it was great. And we also went to that uh, that big music festival in Quebec City, the festival de de Quebec in the summer of I want to say it was twenty sixteen. And we got to see uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and we uh, we saw July Talk, and uh, we got to see the uh, ex-ambassadors, and... Uh, we even saw Duran Duran one night there It's a multiple night festival But yeah, we, we also went to uh, Quebec City Which was good And then a few years later I took my wife there Because uh, my daughter and I had such a good time And said that my wife would enjoy it And, and we enjoyed it And I guess they had it they, This year was the first summer they've had it since COVID uh, It returned It's in July every year And, and maybe next summer I might go again Because uh, Quebec City uh, and the music festival is It's incredible
1: Duran Duran, yeah. my first favorite band as really? a youngster growing up in Evansburg. The Reflex, New Moon on Monday, you yeah. and the Snake, Hungry Like a Wolf—probably still mm-hmm. one of my top twenty favorite songs of all time. So I never saw Duran Duran live. So that's pretty cool. Well, you're you're a great dad, and if, why would your daughter be embarrassed to hang out with you? You're you're probably the coolest dad in the universe. So it's, 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 I don't know about that, but so far, well, so top good. twenty. Yeah, so, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Well, I look forward to a full review okay. of the Atlantis concert on orders now on Friday. I, I'm definitely going to tune in.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Absolutely. And and I'm also planning to go to Greta Van Fleet this summer at Rogers. That's in oh, August. And and there's a band coming to town in early September called uh, Dirty Honey, and and I'm going to see them play at the Starlight Room. So I'm looking forward to that too.
1: Oh, cool. I've, I've never heard of them. And earlier on the show, we played Lost Cause oh. by Black Pistol Fire. Oh. That's an incredible track. You saw them live? What's the story there? Yeah, they, they came to
0: uh, to a little uh, club in, in Red Deer. There's, there's a club there that so when I was working for the Rebels that's very active in getting live music. And I was able to see uh, Glorious Sons there, see July Talk, saw Black Pistol Fire, saw Monster Truck there. Black Pistol Fire is one amazing show. Like those guys, I, yeah, I heard you say I'm from Toronto, but now they're in in Texas and they brought another band from Texas to open for them and it was unbelievable. Like honestly when it was over i felt guilty having not paid very much for the ticket like it wasn't an expensive ticket i felt like i owed them a little something you know like the show was that good they put on on a heck of a live show so if they come to town anytime I, i highly recommend them
1: Okay. Well, that, that's uh, that's you you I. we've actually not talked about music a lot. We talk a lot about movies and TV and, and hockey yes. and football, but we haven't talked about music a lot. So that's cool. You've seen those, uh, those bands. And I didn't realize that, uh, I mean, I never lived in Red Deer, so I'm still relatively ignorant. So they have some very cool intimate music venues in Red Deer.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There, I, there were, there was one that was around forever called the VAT and, and it's, it still does live music but i don't think they bring in like a lot of bands from far away as much as they used to and now bose has really taken that over bose is a little bit bigger and and they're very active in in bringing in and bringing in bands they they recently had a, a one bad son show with uh, whale and the wolf opening whale and the wolf is here from edmonton i've seen them play a few times they're very good uh, and they actually last weekend opened for One Bad Sun. They played at um, Sask Place, where the Blades play. They made it a free show, and they filled the place. So that's like 15,000 people. So I know Whale and the Wolf got to play in front of 15,000 people this past weekend, which is unbelievable for for a local band. So that's that's outstanding. I yeah, I do like I love live rock and roll. Uh, when i was you know way younger in my early 20s I, I used to go to people's pub on white Ave when that existed just to see live rock and roll and and i enjoy it a lot
1: okay that's awesome cam moon joining us tonight on uh inside sports he's been hosting oilers now with bob stoffer this week uh, i didn't get to listen to the show today i was golfing in the mark specter uh golf classic at the quarry raising money for sports central which was uh, uh, an awesome event you had jim vandermeer on the show today yeah, I did. Jim Badenmeier told some stories. It was great. Oh, I got to go back and listen. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, he talked about his uh, first game in the NHL. Uh, what was that? What that was like? Uh, you know, time in, in Red Deer, winning a Memorial Cup championship. His time in in Belfast, playing in in uh, England when or in that that British Elite League uh, at the near the end of his career. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there was there was lots in there from Jim for sure.
1: Okay, good. Well, we won't give away too much because if people yeah. didn't listen, we want them to go uh, to go check, check out the uh, the podcast for others now and uh, get to the bottom of that. Okay, so here's, and I know you've been listening tonight, so here's the, the question of the night. We talked about you going to Atlantis. That's huge. Mm-hmm. The Mega Millions jackpot in the United States is uh, just over a billion dollars for the draw on Friday but it's a billion dollars paid over 30 years in annual installments if you win or you could just take 602 million dollars in cash right up front which would cam moon do
0: well the today cam moon would take the the money up front wisely invest and do quite well Uh, so that i would be fine with that the 20 year old cam Certainly wouldn't be taking that up front money because that would all go south, Reed. That'd be bad.
1: So he would probably take the installments to save himself from himself. I still don't think anybody, and I know there's there are the stories about specifically athletes. There was the famous ESPN 30 for 30 a few years ago about athletes that went out of money, ran out of money. I know it happens. I still think it would be incredibly hard to spend six hundred and two million dollars. Like I said, to try out, I it'd could get. It'd be fun to try it. I, I, I. As I was talking about, I could get a medium-sized yacht for either Chip Lake or Buck Lake. Huge decision, and I would still mm. have six hundred million left. I mean, how many yachts do you need? I could get a oh. yacht for each lake and still have five hundred fifty-eight million or five hundred ninety-eight million dollars left. I'd be pretty hard to
0: find for a while. I know that much.
1: <laughs> What's if you if you got a massive lottery lottery victory? And by the way, I, I was I googled some stuff this afternoon, and the, the the consensus is 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 that whoever wins this amount of money should not tell anybody until true everything is in is in order uh, because you could put yourself at, at risk in a bunch of different ways so yeah, maybe that might be the best thing just not to be found um, what would the first thing because if you had that much money you think well I could buy whatever I want but like what's actually the first thing you would go and buy
0: jeez it's a good question now I don't know if this would be the first thing that I would do but it would be something I would do is I would uh, buy a condo in a major league baseball city and buy season tickets to that team and go to 81 baseball games
1: that's what I, I would spend do in year 1 as a multimillionaire or a billionaire that's a pre- that's pretty cool yeah. see and yeah. that's something that that's something tangible because I could talk about buying a yacht really what am I going to do on a yacht I'm going to float around and do the same hobbies that I do in my house do I need to be on a yeah. yacht to play board games I don't think I do
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm probably, I, I might be, and, and I'm not, a, like, I'm, I'm a big Dodgers fan, and I love Los Angeles. It's a lo- wonderful place, but I really like New York, so I'd probably buy a place in New York and go to, you know, 81 New York Mets games. Maybe the, maybe the Yankees, I'm not sure, but probably the Mets.
1: I think that's what like- i do. You'd want to do the Mets over the Yankees. Because you'd want to I live in Queens boat. and not in the Bronx. No,
0: no, no. I'd still live I'd still live in Manhattan.
1: Oh, you'd live in Manhattan, sorry. And you'd go to
2: oh, mets Oh yeah, you'd okay. take the train.
1: You the train in and out, no problem. But yeah, I'd
0: still live in Manhattan. I gotta be in the middle of the fun. Yes. I need to be right in the middle, yes.
1: All right. Well that's the, that's so you you gave a good answer. You didn't just say, Well, I you know, I need to do a new washing machine, so I'd get a new washing machine you could buy a no. gold plated washing machine with them. Sure yeah. You just buy new clothes when they get dirty if you want it. <laughs> that's true. That's a <laughs> that's, one that's way a to very know. good point. All right. moon uh, so I, you're doing orders now. I mean you you're so talented. Uh, how, but you've hosted before, but you're you've yeah. made your living as a play-by-play guy. How how do you find the uh, the transition if you want to call it that or or I mean when you when you get behind the mic, when you put the headset on to call play-by-play, that is part of your identity. Like, that is, that's a, that's a standard day at work for you. Does it feel different hosting a two-hour talk show to you? How do you approach it? Oh,
0: oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's much different.
1: Um, I really enjoy it.
0: I enjoy it because it's different. That's part of it. Cody Jansen's the, the real star. He's the guy that makes sure that everything runs the way it's supposed to run, and he knows what he's doing. Thankfully, because I don't, um, I'm learning as I go here. But it, it is fun. Uh, I love the passion of Oiler fans. Uh, I love hearing the stories of the different guests. And you know, we had uh, Randy Moeller on the other day talking about the the Flames and Panthers trade from the Panthers' point of view, because we've heard a lot about from the Flames' point of view. So I, I, you know, I enjoy that. I enjoy good conversation, good storytelling, and in a in a show of that format you those things can come to the top you know it's we're telling a story when we're doing the play-by-play of an Oilers game it's the story of that night's game and and you're, you're weaving the listeners through that story this is just different this is going back to to things that have already happened not uh, something that's happening at, on the fly but I really enjoy it Reed. it's been fun
1: awesome well I I know you're always having a good time and you are one of the most uh-huh. uh, positive human beings that I know which I appreciate and and has helped me at times as well. So I do thank you for coming on. I do greatly look forward to the Atlantis review. Maybe you can text me a picture or two tomorrow okay. so I can sort of feel the vibe while you're there. I don't I don't know, help me out. You're not Wait, on Twitter yeah. so you won't be tweeting about it. No. I
0: won't be tweeting about it, but I I will. I'll send you a picture or two on Oilers now on Friday. I'll definitely talk about it. Um, So, yeah, I'll give you a – you'll get a detailed review at that time. Hey, great Elks talk tonight too. Love it. Uh, And I think they're going to win the next home game. I I believe it's against the Riders. They're going to win.
1: I think – yeah, I mean, I I know – and I'm getting a little not tired – Because last year, let's face it, sucked. They did not win a home game. But the 1,000-day thing is a little misleading because in 2020, no one won a home game. So, yes, they did have a season of losses and a couple more in in 2019. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, they got to play BC first, and then they host Saskatchewan. Then they got a couple games against Ottawa. I I do not think they're out of it. I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs but I think they're good enough to make it interesting still and hang yeah. around.
0: And you know what? They, over the course of this season, they've they've shown us something. Like, yeah, and they've won a couple on the road where they've had to come back, and they've had some games that maybe got away a little bit late, but they've competed, and, and you've seen improvement, which I think is an improvement over last season. So that's those are good things, and and I look forward to the next home game. I really quite enjoy uh, an evening at the stadium. It's especially especially when the weather's like this. Speaking of which, I was at the Riverhawks game last night. That was a oh, perfect night for baseball, Reed. Perfect. Nice. Gotta love it. How, how did they do? Uh, they won 12 3 over Kamloops. Um, they play Camloops again tonight and tomorrow. And then they have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday set, I think, with Bellingham to close yeah. out the regular season.
1: And I believe, I think it's the 31st is their fan appreciation day, which is the uh, oh, final final game of their uh, home game of their regular season, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, fan appreciation day is on Sunday. Okay, Mooner, you're the best. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy Alanis. Have a great show tomorrow. We'll talk to you soon.
0: All right. Thanks, Rick.
1: That is uh, Cam Moon joining us tonight here. On Inside Sports. Yeah, the Edmonton Riverhawks, uh, they're having a fun season for sure. Mooney's been checking out a lot of their games. The Edmonton Stingers are in action right now at the Expo Centre taking on the Ottawa Blackjacks. And I can tell you the uh, Toronto Blue Jays not having a great night trailing the Cardinals 6-1. That is in the 8th. It's seven fifty-one. Back in a couple of minutes.
2: Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Yes, James H. Brown.
1: Thanks for being the title sponsor of Inside Sports. Trent Brown from James H. Brown. He uh, was one of the celebrities today golfing in the Mark Spector Golf Classic at the Quarry. And we have Trent on the show from time to time. Always enjoy catching up with him the uh, mark specter golf classic in support of sports central and after the tournament uh, i spoke to sports central executive director sheldon Alexson i love this tournament for many many reasons but number one is this this is going to help so many kids get involved or stay involved
2: absolutely you know this is our our premier biggest fundraiser of the year um Raise over $200,000 with this tournament after expenses. We outfit literally thousands of kids in equipment for 15 different sports and uh, it's great to have the support of Mark Spector and all his friends and all these people who are like-minded. They want to see kids in the sport uh, because they benef- benefited from it. They want to see other people have that same opportunity and it's a great day.
1: And for people who aren't here today or maybe for some reason are still finding out about Sports Central, remind them
2: how they can help. Well, they go onto their website. There's um, our website. You can click on Donate, and uh, people can make a gift of uh, cash or or on credit card. Uh, We also have 30 different drop-off locations if they have equipment that they want to donate to us. Um, All the police stations, all the fire halls, most of the sporting goods stores all have donation bins where they can drop off equipment. And... If they want to volunteer, we're happy to have them, because we need an army of people to sort through all that equipment and fix it and get it out to kids in need. You know,
1: I, I don't think I ever told you this. I donated golf clubs probably close to 10 years ago, but then I made the mistake of going out and getting a sit anyway so I can torture people who have to watch me play
2: in <laughs> tournaments like this. <laughs> well, you know, we all we also joke around Sports Central that we save a lot of marriages because we get the husbands, retired husbands, out of the house and they're down at sports central doing something useful the wise phone us up and say if you need bill for a couple more days a week please feel free to call him we get these anonymous phone calls so it's kind of funny eh?
1: all right that is sheldon alexin the executive director of sports central he does a great job uh the mark specter golf classic today at the quarry thanks to taylor uh, sinski and everybody at the quarry for having us out courses in unbelievable condition great condition as always and spec's going to join us i believe on friday to uh to wrap it up and have some fun sports chat as well i hope you found the sports chat fun this evening i certainly did you heard from cam moon john ryan And Matt O'Donnell, also uh, my interview with Nick Holden, interviews with Nick Holden and Louis DeBrusque were on earlier. I talked to them after the golf tournament today as well. Dave Campbell is the producer of Inside Sports. He is on holidays this week. Hope he's having a great time off. And Derek Scott is your studio producer. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening. Talk to the world.